Welcome to Oreo Olive with your host Scholar as we discuss random topics for the week. Yes, I know Oreo and Olive do not mix, but the abstract thought of putting those two words together enlightened me to create a channel to discuss various topics. This topic is by far the most interesting that I've seen so far that I've discussed on this podcast. So we walking out with podiums now and traversing walls like Spider-Man to attack the nation's capital. Really? So this is what we're doing now. So now that everyone that was there is now home and hiding, now what? So this is what we're doing now. So this situation that took place this past week at the nation's capital has stirred many conversations about many different things from many different angles. As we know, or should know, domestic terrorism has a comprehensive and ambiguous definition. Narrowing down to a critical sentence in the 18 U.S. Code 2331 description, you find that domestic terrorism is the ability to influence a government's policy by intimidation and coercion. Now, take a moment and think back before social media was prevalent. Think back to September the 11th, 2001 the world witnessed a terrorist attack on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. What looked like an action movie on TV was a real live coverage of a catastrophe taking place. The U.S. stood collectively to join hands in asking for justice to be served on the people involved in those orchestrated attacks. Between 2001 and 2021, many terrorist attacks took place from school shootings to organized bombings. Now, fast forward to the morning of December the 25th, 2020, Nashville, Tennessee experienced a terrorist attack by a terrorist who committed suicide, detonating a bomb, causing damage and cellular outage. The reason will indefinitely be unknown as the person committed suicide. The blessing is that Nashville law enforcement evacuated people who live near the destruction site before the detonation occurred. Moving forward into the new year of 2021, we thought the worst was over, but more was coming. From September 11th, 2001 to January the 6th, 2021, you have 7,313 days. And when you convert that over, you get 20 years, zero months, and eight days. On this day, we experience another horrific scene on live television and social media where a terrorist attack happened in the U.S. Capitol. Race, religion, and politics, which I call 2RP, have always been a division between people's nationalities. Being a person who traveled the world, I understand that you respect the rules and authority that take place when you're in another country. Having that in mind brings up issues that many people see and compare to past and present circumstances. What we know is the reason behind this terrorist attack was due to politics. People protest for many reasons, but it's mainly around three key points. 2RP, race, religion, politics. There's nothing wrong with nonviolent protesting as you're standing for what you firmly believe. When destruction takes place of government property, we must rightfully say it's terrorism. The debate now is whether the J6 2021, which I'm meaning January the 6th, 2021, incident, if it was a riot or a terrorist attack. Don't worry, we'll get to that shortly.
According to the Justice Department's 1666 Destruction of Government Property 18 U.S.C. 1361 Code, as of September the 13th, 1994, if the damage exceeds $100, the defendant is subject to a fine up to $250,000, 10 years of imprisonment, or both. Destruction includes robbing of government property. Social media is full of evidence to incriminate those involved. Initially, the average person with a thinking capacity would know how to respect government property. The exciting fact about 2RP is you have the right to not agree and still prove your point respectfully. There are pressing questions from most politicians and citizens who need detail on security. The debate now focuses on the second part, which is race. It will be difficult to admit race from this topic as it stands out clearly. One person brought an exciting point with pictures of the previous protests on Capitol Hill. We know for sure that looking back at the media is over the summer, hundreds of thousands of people protested Mr. George Floyd's death on May 25, 2020. The nation's second tipping point since the Rodney King beating in L.A. back in March the 3rd, 1991. Following the outcome of those two tragic events sent shockwaves across the world, prompting citizens to take a stand and ask for justice. We know the people who were a part of the riots in those two events were broadcasted at, as associates of terrorist organizations. Taking those into account and comparing the riots of Black Lives Matter or BLM, you know that you can see the images of militaristic oppression from police force. Our men and women in the police force are supposed to protect property from being damaged across the spectrum. Regardless of 2PR thoughts, the police state equally protect the city, capital, and other government entity from being destroyed. No one wants to see property destroyed, irrespective of race. What makes this a severe racial issue is that it caused division once again within our nation on how the Capital Protective Services handled the attack. Across social media are videos and pictures full of useful information that could be used by our nation's protective services to locate those involved in this destruction. The information on social media shows a clear difference in the level of security present to prevent such. Through a simple Google search, you will find pictures of how secure the Capitol is supposed to be. Law enforcement managed crowd control through various forms in previous protests. Through logic, if the security systems was active to spot the oncoming crowd, what prevented the protection force from being fully activated to avoid entry? There are crucial questions that are left unanswered. Now, taking all that into account, and you can freely look up this information online. If a squirrel or a drone could set off perimeter alerts previously on those grounds, what caused the same systems to fail on January the 6th, 
I know Oreo and olives do not mix, but the abstract thought of putting those two words together enlightened me to create a channel to discuss various topics. Hopefully this information was beneficial to you, and I look forward to sharing more content with you as well. Listen, like, and subscribe to this podcast and OreoOlive.com.